Hello everyone, I'm Khmota Tukudu and welcome to your weekly dose of Worship Wednesday. Today we'll be talking about a very popular and highly essential aspect of our Christian journey. If you had guessed prayer and fasting, you would most definitely be correct. We'll be tackling the nuts and bolts of prayer and fasting, what it is, how it's done, and all the benefits of it. You ready? Let's get to it. So for all those who are new in their walk with Christ, prayer and fasting is essential. To define it, I would first give meaning to the two words separately. Firstly, prayer is your communication with God. We are so blessed and so privileged to have direct communication with our Father through Jesus Christ. And so when we talk to God, we are essentially praying. Fasting, on the other hand, is a period of time discussed and predetermined by you and God where you refrain from eating food or certain types of food for a spiritual purpose or purposes. Now the two become one concept when you incorporate one into the other. Some of the many reasons why people pray and fast are the following. One, people fast for spiritual growth. Two, some people fast because they're going through the challenges that life brings, and so they need God's strength to carry them through. And God's strength is only enhanced through prayer and fasting. Three, some people pray and fast for breakthroughs. And as it is required of us for Christians, some people fast to make it a lifestyle. The Bible mentions quite a few scriptures that are relevant to prayer and fasting. Daniel chapter 1 and Daniel chapter 10 are believed to be the foundations of the Daniel fast. This is the type of fast that I'll be talking about in this podcast. Luke 4 verse 1 to 19 talks about how Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in the midst of his temptation by the enemy. Prayer and fasting is also discussed in Ezra 8 verse 23. And lastly, God encourages us in Joel 2 verse 12 when he says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. In all of these scriptures, the word of God encourages us to make prayer and fasting a lifestyle. God urges us to seek him first and his kingdom and everything else will be added unto us. That is referenced from Matthew 6 verse 33. One significant way to practically live out this verse is to pray and fast. And I believe the significance of the sacred time can only be fully understood once experienced. Lucky for you, I have quite a few experiences to share. I remember at the end of 2021, the Lord impressed it in my heart to go on a fast. Trust and believe, I did not know what that meant. I have not even not even once gone on a single fast in my whole life and I thought I am in it for a ride. And honestly, I thought I was doing quite well as a Christian. I thought because of all the times I've been reading my Bible, because of all the times I've been praying daily and doing all these wholesome Christian activities that I was, you know, good with God. But little did I know that God had other plans for me and for all the things I've been praying for, I needed to go through a special type of preparation to 
really know how to handle all the blessings that I've been praying for. And so when God told me to go into a fast at the end of 2021 for 2022, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to obey and listen to what God had said to me. Trust and believe I had a lot of research to do. I did not know what a fast was, if there were different types of fasts, how long a fast should be. I did not know any of that. And I truly believe that for me at that time, for me to make my fasting journey more significant and more meaningful, I had to thoroughly, thoroughly prepare. So obviously I had no clue as to what I was about to do. I began to pray about what God had told me. And for a second time and a third time, he still confirmed to say, go on a fast. And so I began to do my research. I read in the Bible scriptures that talked about prayer and fasting. Some of the scriptures that I referenced just now. I also watched some YouTube videos. And one of the YouTube videos that I stumbled across, or stumbled upon rather, was a video by Melody Elisa. And if it was not God at that time, showing me this video at that time, I truly believe that it's definitely nothing else. Because trust and believe, it was God. So this video was titled, How the Daniel Fast Changed My Life. And I was like, hmm, God told me to fast. I see this video about praying and fasting. Surely things are starting to get into alignment. And things really, really were. That video was so insightful. Thank you again, Melody, if you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for that video. It helped me get through my first time fasting journey. So in that video, she talked about her experience fasting. She also shared her testimony, which I'm also about to do in a few. She talked about how she tackled the Daniel fast and everything in between. It's a very, very good video. And I suggest that if you are on a new journey of fasting watch that video it has a lot of insight to it so as i did i watched the video took down some notes and i was like okay you know what at least i'm a bit prepared as to the journey that god has called me into i then realized that i have to be intentional about me going into this fast i can't go into it not being prepared i can't go into it not knowing fully what I'm doing I have to be intentional about it and one of the things that made me more intentional about this fast was journaling I found a bible devotional as well and I prayed every day praying as in leading towards the fast praying during the fast and praying after the fast so yes that was my preparation and preparation was key because it made the fast so so easy so then I'm telling my mom I'm like you know I I think God called me to fast and at this point I know for sure that he did but I'm still saying I'm still saying I think God called me to a fast and so she's like okay if you need my support I'm always here for you and definitely trust and believe she supported me the whole way I didn't tell her as to when I was starting and when I first, actually, let me get this right. I started to fast first into the fast. That's when I heard about the Daniel fast. 
So what I did was I was fasting in terms of not eating between certain times of the day. And God revealed it to me through Melody's video to do a Daniel fast. Cool. So on the day I was watching Melody's video, I was, you know, journaling, getting through my day. I was fasting from social media as well because I, I wanted to be more intentional about my fast. I literally switched off all my Instagram notifications. I was not on Instagram for three weeks, which, <laughs> which I still believe was not the right time to do that because my Instagram account was booming. <laughs> my Instagram account was booming at that time. I was getting followers on followers on follow. My account was growing. I had so much engagement and it was very, one would think it was very foolish of me to stop being active on Instagram at the time my Instagram was reaching so many people and growing. So regardless of it all, I said, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. And I just switched off my social media, no social media, no WhatsApp, nothing during the fast. So as I was watching Melody's video, I was journaling, taking down some notes and coincidentally, Mama had to leave the house to get some things. I don't know what things were, what, what type of things that she wanted to get. And as she came back, I was ready to tell her, Hey, Ma, wait again. I'm starting a Daniel fast. Little did I know that when she came back, true story. Little did I know that when she came back, she came back with the things that I needed for the fast for the three weeks that I was planning to fast for. She literally came with all the vegetables that I could ever imagine, all the fruits that I could ever imagine. She came with a starter pack, I tell you, before my whole fast. And I was like, you know what, God, as much as I didn't know how I was going to navigate through this, but thank you for speaking to my mom. Thank you for this provision that you have given me in terms of navigating through this fast physically and practically so. So I was like, whew, that's another weight off my shoulders. I have food, appropriate food to eat during this fast. So a part of that preparation that I did was finding out what the Daniel fast um, consisted of, what foods I should eat, what foods I shouldn't eat, um, and everything in between, you know. And as I went through the first two weeks of fasting, I made sure that everything that I needed was literally in my disposal. If I needed a journal, I was able to journal. And this was quite quite a very therapeutic activity because one, I was off my social media. Two, it brought me closer to God. So yes, that part of preparation was very, very essential for me during my fast. And part of the journaling meant that I had to go into the fast knowing what I want to achieve out of it. I set goals, or fasting goals rather, fasting, a vision. How can I say? A fasting vision. Let me, let me say it like that. I had a fasting vision that at the end of the fast, I would have accomplished this, or God would have worked in this way in my life. And trust and believe, true story, <laughs> trust and believe, that was the first of many breakthroughs that happened from the fast. Right. So then as I'm fasting, the first week is a testing week. 
if I should give it to you straight, the first week is a week of trials. It's a week of adjustment. It's a week of clinging to the Lord. Because now you are in the wilderness. You are more vulnerable with God and you need to cling onto him so that you can get his strength. Not to run by your own strength, but by God's strength. So then the first week was physically taxing. I am not going to lie. The first week had me having headaches. My my body was so used to eating sugar. I started having one of these cravings, withdrawals of sugary items that I was not supposed to be eating during the fast. I had headaches, hunger pains, you name it. The first week is a week of testing to see vele, vele, if you can withstand the enemy that is in front of you. And trust and believe, at that time, my mom was not fasting with me. Trust and believe, everything was still the same in our wardrobe. Not in our wardrobe, child. <laughs> everything was still the same in our pantry. Everything was still the same in our fridge. Where, ew, and I remember that day, Mama came with, she said she was, she was at this grocery shop. And Namanale, a special study chocolate. They had a chocolate special. It's like a bargain of some sort. So she she came with bulk of Kit Kat chocolate. And I was like, if this is the devil not trying to tempt me with this chocolate, <laughs> if this is the devil not trying to tempt me with this chocolate, I don't know. And I literally had to sit through and watch her enjoy the chocolate that she in bulk by the way enjoy the chocolate that she had bought drink the juice that she had everything was still the same and i feel like if that didn't happen the way it did i wouldn't have gotten the self-control and the the strength that i needed from that first week alone so week one is the week of trial of a week of temptation as well that's the moment where you need to cling unto the Lord. That's the moment where you need to pray. Be like, sometimes I'll be like, God, I see this chocolate in this cupboard right now. And I'm not even about to eat it. Because that would be defeating the whole purpose of it all. So yes, week one, child's temptation. But also, week one is a week where you can get creative with the menus that you are, that you're going to be having, you know. I I recently found out that when I'm fasting, I like to eat baked potatoes with an avo dip. That has to be my favorite meal. I could live off of that meal <laughs> for the 21 days of the fast. And I, I simply had to explore what was in my pantry to see that, you know, maybe baked potatoes and avo could work. And it really did. It really, really did. So the upside to it is that you get really creative when you are in the kitchen, you get really creative with how you spend your day as well. You find your... Well, I found myself clinging more to the Lord. What did I just say? <laughs> I found myself clinging more to the Lord, listening to worship music a lot, listening to sermons a lot. And that really, really set the tone for the last two weeks of the fast. Also, I decided to spend more time with God in the gym. I found it very fitting for me to be healthy in all aspects. As much as my body was going through the most, 
physically, I wanted to still maintain it by going to the gym. So after morning devotional, I would gym. And I know that very well, I know very well that after gymming, a healthy meal was waiting for me. So did I feel any guilt? No, child. I did not feel any guilt. Instead, I felt motivated to continue not only with the fast, but with my gymming activities. I also um, discovered that I can spend more time with God while singing. So that was also a time for me to perfect my singing skill and to worship the Lord in all the songs that I sang for him. So yes, that was my first week. It was a week of experiments. It was a week of trials. And it was also a week of spiritual growth. I remember I mentioned earlier that I had written down my vision for fasting. And each and every day I would bring it forth to the Lord and say, you know what, God, I'm expecting, I'm expectant of good things from this fast. And I really trust and believe that you are the only one who's going to make it happen for me. I'm not going to trust anyone else. I'm not going to go to anyone else. I'm not going to even try to do it in my own strength. But I'm going to believe that you have brought me here for a reason. You have brought me here for your own glory. And everything else that will come out of this fast will be for your glory. Let me give you a little testimony of one of the visions that I wrote down in my fasting journal or my fasting vision. Cool. So then a little history about me. 2021 was supposed to be my first year in university. And I remember how heartbroken I was to find out that I couldn't go simply because I did not have funding for university. Mama is a single parent, raised me, love her with all my heart. She raised me and we haven't been getting as much support from the people that you think you would be getting support from. And so when I found out that I was not able to get funding, it really broke my heart. And I was literally forced <laughs> to take a gap year. And I remember I was having a conversation with my best friend saying, I'm looking forward to high school. I mean, post high school life, going to university, doing all of those things that we see in the movies that the girlies do, you know. I was literally looking forward to that, but it really crushed my spirit to find out that I couldn't go simply because I did not have funding for it. Yes, everything went well because everything always works out for our good. Everything went well, but the one thing that really dampened my mood for the year was the fact that I couldn't go to school. So when the Lord told me to fast, at the end of 2021, for 2022, I was like, you know what, God, I want next year to be different for me. I, He knows how passionate I am about education. And I was like, you know what, God, let me, let me also get a chance. You know, as much as I was accepted into the university that I wanted to go into, but I, did, I just didn't have the finance. I didn't have the cash. I didn't have the cash to go there. So I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to trust and believe that you do have a plan for me in terms of my education. Wrote that down in my fast. And like, you know what? I should really frame this page of my journal because it still shocks me to this day. I wrote that down in my journal. I prayed over it. 
And I still wrote it down in my fast. And literally, literally, the first week into me fasting, there was a breakthrough in terms of me going to school. My registration fee was paid. <laughs> Trust and believe I was funded for school. Last year, 2022, was my first year going to university. And this is something that only God can let happen. Only if you let him work your life according to his will for your life. And I only realized that after the year 2021, that literally it was not in God's will for me to go to school this year, simply because of all the things that were happening in my life. And when God said yes in 2022, I was, I was the happiest I've ever been. That is one testimony that will forever live in my heart. You know, that I have physical proof that God did something for me, especially after I obeyed into the season of fasting. That is my testimony. Testimony number two is that I grew spiritually. And I know that's something that is so cliche to say nowadays. I grew spiritually, spiritual growth, but just then believe I I found new ways, meaningful ways to cling on to the Lord. I found myself praying more. I found myself devoting more, worshiping more. And actually, let me share this part, actually. Let me share this. As I was fasting for my the first time in... 2022 yes after the lord told me to fast in 2021 that first fast was my vision for worship wednesday backstory worship wednesday was always active on instagram so god was like i want you to give me your social media and i want to reflect through your social media and at the time, I was like, Lord, these, 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 I'm getting so many followers. People are liking my pictures. And you now want me to make content for you? Really? I gave it a try. He gave me the concept Worship Wednesday. And it has definitely been one of the best decisions I've made personally. So Worship Wednesday is a result of the fast that I took last year, you know. And... When I say that, when I took that fast, it really set the tone for my year. I, I don't think I've ever seen God's hand in my life the way I did last year, simply because I was also more aware of his presence in my life. As I said, with fasting, you become more vulnerable, more sensitive to his presence. And I was able to see how he was impacting in my life how he was working in my life and even in the time that I did not see it immediately even at the time that I did not see it immediately I knew that at a later stage I will and I will definitely know that that is a work from the Lord the third testimony child is a physical how can I say is <laughs> a physical manifestation of what I wanted <laughs> I don't know if I should say this now I'm probably not but if you stick around, if you stick around sooner or later, I will announce 
the third testimony. The biggest testimony of them all. So yes, this fast has been nothing but a blessing to me. As I said, I said that I fasted for the first time. Meaning there were more times that I fasted. Meaning I made fasting a lifestyle. Not only because of what I could get from God, but because of how much he was helping me grow and helping me develop. So the takeaway from this, should you fast? Yes, please do. Trust and believe it will be the best decision that you will ever, ever make. Ever. Fast. Get to know God. Get to be vulnerable with God. Trust his will and his way for your life. If he's telling you to fast for a week, go for it. For three weeks, go for it. For 40 days and 40 nights, child, go for it. At the end of the day, he sees the complete picture and it's up to us to obey in order for our lives to go according to his will. So that is literally my testimony. Well, a few testimonies that I've shared And as we go along spending time together on this podcast, I'll really, really share a lot more. (laughs) I'll share a lot more testimonies that started from this fast alone. So yes, that is all for me. I, I really hope you enjoyed this. I hope you have learned a thing or two. I hope you've also taken some of my tips and put them in your pocket for the time that you may also decide to fast Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week, Wednesday.